there is an interesting thing that we have to talk about, and that is the casting calls for The Chosen Season 4. When The Chosen has new characters that they'd like to cast for the show, they put out a public casting call on ActorsAccess.com. This is a publicly available website. It's not like I have so many secret information here. This is just for people who are interested. Actors Access is for actors who want to apply to audition for certain roles. I do this every year, you know, look at the casting calls. Last year we got the casting calls for The Chosen Season 3. We were able to find out about characters like Veronica, and the casting calls for Season 4 are extremely interesting. And if you want to see my breakdowns in the future about every week of filming until The Chosen Season 4 releases, then you're going to want to subscribe to this YouTube channel and turn on all notifications for Against the Current A The Chosen YouTube channel. And with that said, let's go ahead and roll that intro. So, I'm going to go through the list right here and talk about each character because on Actors Access, they give a description for each character as well, what their personality should be like. And we get a couple of hints at new storylines that could be potentially introduced in Season 4. Starting off the list with Levi. Levi is 22 to 26 years old, Mediterranean, Middle Eastern, mixed ethnicity, man. He's a bit of an old soul and has always come across more mature or centered than others his age. Think of him like a student body president. Always connecting people, knows everyone, always encouraging, wise beyond his years. He is no stranger to controversy, so it doesn't fluster him. His energy and enthusiasm are contagious. This is a lead-slash-recurring character. So Levi is, uh, I think, who arrives in this carriage to come into the synagogue. I might be wrong, but that does kind of sound like a description that would fit a character like this, who seems to be pretty important. So I would guess that that guy is Levi. Moving on to Elizabeth. Elizabeth is young Mary's aunt and Zachariah's wife. She is a woman in her 80s, yet, astonishingly, she is pregnant. A miracle she shows can only come from God. She is overjoyed at the thought of being pregnant at the same time as young Mary, another miracle from God. Elizabeth has always been a maternal figure for young Mary, providing sage wisdom and encouragement throughout the years. These two women are grateful to have each other to share the pregnancy journey with side by side. So Elizabeth is going to be introduced this season, which is more leading to the theory that the baby that we saw last week is John the Baptist. This also coincides with the next character we get, which is Zachariah. He is husband of the impossibly pregnant Elizabeth. When a messenger from Adonai told Zachariah about Elizabeth's pregnancy, he said, I don't believe it. So now he is mute until the baby is born. He does his best to welcome young Mary to stay with them, even though he can't talk until the baby is born. So this is the famous story of Zachariah who said he didn't believe that he was pregnant, so he was mute, and then when it came time to name the baby, he had to write down the name on a piece of paper, John the Baptist. So I think episode one of season four is probably going to be centered mostly around John the Baptist, having flashbacks to his birth, the story of his birth with Zachariah and Elizabeth, uh, that interesting story there, and just kind of bookending the, the episode with his death, showing his death, but also showing his beginning into this world so it's probably going to be a very emotional very heavy episode but i can't wait to see it because john the baptist in the show creepy john is such a cool character next up is salome salome uh now something they do note here is performer must be an experienced skilled dancer also able to do acrobatic slash aerial moves so uh salome is queen herodotus's daughter and King Herod's stepdaughter, beautiful and captivating. But for as strong and graceful as her dance moves are, inside there is a fragileness to her. A young woman whose sheltered life has kept her a child in many ways. She feels intense pressure to please her parents, and Queen Herodotus knows how to use that to her advantage. 
The queen asked Salome to, with with learn the queen tasked Salome with learning and performing the perfect dance as a gift to King Herod. And in return, Salome, at the queen's insistence, will ask her stepdad for the head of John the Baptizer, who had previously insulted the queen in front of the royal court and guests. An embarrassment to the queen has never forgotten. Salome is forever the dutiful daughter. Now it says Salome is in two episodes of the show, so that means John the Baptist might either not die until episode two of season four, or he'll die in episode one, and then we'll get more backstory for Salome. They're making her manipulated by her mom because her mom was the one who John the Baptist insulted for cheating on Herod, Antipas's husband. I think it's something it's complicated how they're related and stuff, but it sounds very interesting, and I can't wait to see it in the upcoming season. That brings us to Queen Horitus. She has a strong presence, does not back away from something she wants. She is a manipulator and not above using her own daughter as a tool in that game. She loves the power and position that come from being married to the king, probably more than she loves the king. The queen tasks Salome with learning and performing the perfect dance as a gift to King Herod, and in return, Salome, at the queen's insistence, will ask her head for the head of John the Baptizer, who had previously insulted the queen in front of her royal court and guests, an embarrassment the queen has never forgotten. Queen Horitus has two episodes and possible return in future seasons. So we might see more of Queen Horitus. That's obviously part of that storyline. And the story in the Bible is kind of explained. So if you can go read that if you don't remember. But Queen Horitus is going to be in the chosen season four. Next up is Herod Antipas. He's the Roman appointed king of Judea. He loves having power and position, both of which he uses with mixed results. His reputation is that of a tyrant, but he doesn't much care. He loves an excuse to host a banquet because it gives him another chance to get drunk and sloppy. He flirts without shame and enjoys the spoils and power that his position brings. Herod is flamboyant and pagans, it is so it is interesting that he is so intrigued by John the Baptist and Jesus. But this creates a complication when, following her mesmerizing dance which Herod watched breathlessly, Herod tells Salome she can ask for anything, up to half his entire kingdom, and her request is for the head of John the Baptist. Two episodes and possible return in future seasons. So, I think John the Baptist might not die till season 4 episode 2. Maybe the first episode is this building up of this storyline with Salome and Queen Herodias where she's training her to do this perfect dance so then she can ask for the head of John the Baptizer. And then maybe in episode two is where she does the perfect dance and Herod is like, you can have anything because that was awesome. And then she asks for the head of John the Baptizer. Or that happens in the first episode and then the second episode we just see like the aftermath of that or something. Uh, but any, either way, it'll be very interesting, interesting to see this storyline. Next up is Chusa. Chusa is Joanna's husband and a member of King Herod's court. He has a tumultuous relationship with his wife and they're barely living as a married couple. They've grown indifferent to each other. In advance of the royal banquet coming up, Chusa tells Joanna that she should cooperate, smile, and have a good time, even if only for the purpose of appearances. However, Chusa's choice to bring his mistress Cassandra to the party does not sit well with Joanna, supporting two episodes. So, this seems to be a two-episode storyline, I'd say. I don't think this is just going to be wrapped up in one episode, John the Baptist. It seems that this is going to be built up over the course of two episodes, not one. This next one is very interesting, so brace yourselves. Caiaphas. So, we will see Caiaphas. It is confirmed that we will see him in season four, and that's why I think he's going to be in this scene that they filmed on like day eight and nine of, of this week. The powerful high priest of Jerusalem. Caiaphas is tall, slender, and doesn't have to try to be imposing. His adornments put the regally dressed Pharisees to shame. Every person Caiaphas passes, he confidently makes eye contact with and sees through them. He is a strong opponent of Jesus and his teachings. After a meeting was called over concerns of Jesus and his message, Caiaphas calls for Jesus' death. 
Oh, so Caiaphas is going to be in three episodes and possible return for future seasons, obviously, because he's going to be a big hand in Jesus' death and crucifixion. Next is Arnan, husband to Eliza and the father of Yusuf. He and Yusuf are very close, so he is pleasantly surprised when Yusuf shows up at his door for a visit. Arnon has worked hard to acquire his wealth and provide his family with a life of comfort. Although he doesn't always understand or agree with Yusuf, he is a supportive father. So this is probably continuing the storyline. I know a very common theory in the Chosen community is that Yusuf is going to end up being Joseph of Arimathea. And the fact that he's not in this casting call means that he's going to be a character that we've already seen in the show, whoever Joseph of Arimathea ends up being. So it's probably very likely that Yusuf is Joseph of Arimathea. Next up is Jadera, who is a well-dressed Sadducee who attends court at the Sanhedrin. He is upper class and enjoys being one of the top religious leaders among the Sadducees. He questions Jesus' antics publicly. As a Sadducee, he believes Jesus orchestrated his acts of healing and is not capable of the resurrection of Lazarus, word that is quickly spread across Jerusalem. For Gedra, there is nothing but the written law and the temple. This is a character that has to do with this Ness character, and we'll see what this storyline is entailing. Because lastly, we have Zebediah, who is a larger man with a big presence. He is a Pharisee, very well versed in the religious documents and teachings of the Pharisees. He and Gedra find themselves debating the details of their specific beliefs, each failing to convince the other. With his two podiums filled with scrolls, he argues with Gedra on the concept of resurrection and the afterlife. The conversation gets tense as they both have majorly opposing opinions. Three episodes and possible return in future seasons with the same for Gajera or however you pronounce it. Uh, so these two are probably going to have a, a, sim- a smaller subplot where they're arguing about their differing opinions on Jesus. And then at one point it gets to a really tense situation and they probably have like a kind of breakup scenario. Um, but this is very interesting nonetheless. It'll be interesting to see this plot line with Gajera and Zebediah. Uh, I wonder what they're planning to do with these two characters. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, but there you go. There's the casting call for The Chosen Season 4. So you can probably piece together yourself where some of these plot lines are going. It'll be interesting to see the Herod family plot line as well as Caiaphas is definitely coming into this season. And now we have pretty much confirmation that that baby that we saw in week one of filming is probably going to be John the Baptist as a baby because we're going to get a flashback to young Mary and Elizabeth and Zachariah. So there you have it. There's there's my breakdown of week two of the chosen season for filming. And since we got a whole day less than last week, only four days of filming instead of five, I thought I'd throw in the casting call just to kind of support... Uh, you know, give you guys a little bit more content because I love sharing my thoughts and opinions on all of the upcoming stuff for The Chosen Season 4. Uh, so if you enjoyed this video and if you enjoyed hearing my thoughts on all of the upcoming things in The Chosen Season 4, then be sure to leave a comment down below and share your theories for all of the stuff I shared with you. And uh, what do you think is going to happen in The Chosen Season 4? Or do you agree with my theories? Do you disagree? Do you think I'm just not that, that great? Uh, let me know all that good stuff down below in the comment section. And if you enjoyed this video, be sure to leave a like on it. And uh, I will see you guys in my next video.